All right, everybody. So once again, welcome. We're going to talk about basically my five tips for what you need to know about your immune system and how to keep your immune system nice and healthy. So here we go. I totally wrote down notes just so I want to make sure I didn't forget all the great things that I want to share with you. And um, yeah, that's about it. Here we go. So thing number one about knowing about your immune system and about immunity in general is that the immune system is an active system. And I know that sounds kind of simple to say, but the point that I like to stress is that kind of like the musculoskeletal system, like we have muscle bones and joints and there are things that we can do in terms of exercise, um, in terms of nutrition. Everybody kind of has a very good understanding about active ways that they can do to keep their muscles, their bones and joints healthy. But what if I asked you, okay, so what, what can you do from, you know, um, a nutrition perspective or what can you do from an exercise perspective to keep your immune system healthy? That's a, it's a good question. And it might not be something that you're able to just shout off off the top of your head, but the answer is actually the same. There's your spoiler alert. <laughs> so just like your musculoskeletal system and other systems of the body need nourishment and exercise, your immune system needs nourishment and exercise. Um, actually just kind of talking about what your immune system is. That's a second question. A lot of people don't exactly know what like where it is, what exactly it is. You know, if you ask somebody on the street, where's your immune system? Like where you got a point? Yeah, <laughs> some people have an idea, um, but I'm gonna break it down for you. So your immune system does have physical components. Um, it includes your lymphatic vasculature. It includes your lymph nodes. Um, if you've heard of your thymus gland, it's bigger when you're a kid and it hit, uh, sits right behind like your breastbone and it kind of um, changes in size as you mature. Your spleen is part of your immune system. Your tonsils are part of your immune system. Um, and these are just some examples, but the part of the immune system that I want to drive home, that is the most important, um, especially in what's going on now, a solid, I'll give you a range, probably like 60 to 80% in most people, about 60 to 80% of the tissue and the cells that make up your immune system are in your gut. They're in your gut lining. So like your intestinal lining has a good amount of cells that um, are related to your lymphatic system. And when it's related to your lymphatic system, that means it's related to your immune system. So what does that mean? It means a healthy and happy gut means a healthy and happy immune system. What does that mean? You are what you eat. <laughs> what does that mean? COVID cookies. <laughs> might show up as <laughs> um, belly aches, muscle aches, joint pains, and things like that. So that's one of the biggest things that not a lot of people know about, but can be really good and empowering information to help you uh, build a strong and healthy immune system. A good part of your immunity cells are in your gut lining, so healthy eating is definitely key in a physical way to keeping your immune system up. Okay, what's next? Going with that gut health. Um, gut health, skin health, and immunity health are all related. Actually, all of our system healths are related. But when we talk about being healthy, when we talk about looking and feeling healthy, definitely go with it. But you can look healthy on the outside, and I know you know this, you can look healthy on the outside and not exactly completely be at your best level of health on the inside. 
Um, I think, especially in modern times, we've kind of gotten into this perspective where we dismiss um, what we can consider to be like more irrelevant or not so significant symptoms, but they're the beginnings of um, an imbalanced gut system, or they're at the beginnings of um, uncontrolled inflammation. They're the beginnings of the immune system starting to kind of like cry out for help and let you know that it needs some support. So things that we overlook like um, rashes, like when you break out in hives, um, breaking out like acne, back acne. Anybody got back acne? Check your immune system. Um, Gut stuff, constipation, diarrhea, gas, bloating, stuff that, you know, we're used to just running to the store and just getting like, you know, a Metamucil because I'm constipated or, you know, um, a Tums because my stomach needs to calm down. Those are all little signs of inflammation, particularly going on in your gut area or particularly um, skin breakouts, rashes, things like that. Those are areas of inflammation in your skin and those are signals that all relate ultimately back to immune system health. So paying attention to the little things when they're still little, before they begin, <laughs> before they turn into something big, can definitely put you ahead of the curve in terms of keeping yourself nice and healthy. So that was kind of point number two that I wanted to make. Um, number three, by the way, I have five major points. We're already at number three. <laughs> so number three is that healthy and the concept of being healthy is relative, friends. And the number one thing that it's relative is to what we consider or what we call immune system dominance, or um, I explain it to my clients a lot, immune system type. The word type is just a lot easier to grasp onto. Um, there are a lot of details that go into that, but I can break it down and make it and introduce it in a very basic concept to get you introduced to it, to help you start to understand. Um, immune system dominance is like hand dominance. We have a right and a left hand, but most of us are right or left hand dominant. We like to write or um, do other activities with one hand more than the other. If we had to, we could use our other hand, but we have a preferred side. So just like we have hand dominance, there's what we call immune system dominance. On one end, um, because I consider like your immunity and your immune system like a spectrum, on one end, we have kind of like the ability to fight off like viruses and infections and things like that. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we kind of have the ability to fight off like external like allergens and things that are like introduced to us through the environment versus um, viruses are more like indwelling and get inside of your cell, actual cells and kind of wreak havoc in there. So we kind of have like a little, like I said, a little spectrum. Dominance or immune system dominance is when our bodies tend to be better at fighting off one of those areas versus the other. And it's not that we can't or that we don't do the other side, just like hand dominance, it's that we're better or our immune systems are a little bit better at fighting off one versus the other. And that is usually why you get or kind of contract or you know end up experiencing the symptoms of the side that you're not as good fighting off. Um, so when I'm talking to my clients, uh, most of my clients kind of fall into either like a type one or a type two, depending on what side of the spectrum. Um, immune system is how I explain it to them. Your type ones are the ones that tend to fall victim to like the infection-y side. 
your type twoers are the ones that tend to fall into the, they get the allergies or they have like food sensitivities um, and the seasonal allergies, things like that. So um, the point with that is that immune system dominance is on a spectrum. When we're free of symptoms and feeling good, usually that spectrum or that, that range is in more of like an equilibrium and it's in a balance. In a normal sense, we're supposed to be exposed to something like an allergen, like corona. We're supposed to be exposed to something. Our body is supposed to kind of like identify it, kind of like capture it, if you will, um, figure out or neutralize it as a threat and then just go about its merry little way. So you may see symptoms that kind of heighten when our body comes into contact with an issue. And then as it kind of neutralizes that threat, our symptoms go away and we come back into that equilibrium between those two sides of dominance. Um, where we get stuck sometimes is if our immune system, when it's not doing its best, has a hard time fighting something off. So we get prolonged symptoms. That's where we kind of get sick. That's when we don't feel good, when we're kind of stuck trying to fight something off or trying to uh, neutralize a threat and we're just not, we're not winning the war. <laughs> so that's the other point that I kind of wanted to make, bringing that awareness. So a lot of times when I talk to my clients, I ask them, do you know anything about, um, you know, the concept of immune system dominance? Do you have any idea of kind of like where your immune system lies? Um, side note, when we talk about healthy, or the concept of healthy being relative, there are certain foods that do better to promote that healthy, um, that balance between your immune system and to promote healthy immune system tissue in the gut. So what the general, um, general public or what a general understanding of healthy might be in terms of food, in terms of certain beverages and things like that, it's relative to where you sit on that spectrum of dominance. Some foods that kind of out in the media are presented as healthy might actually be a little bit more inflammatory and a little bit more problematic based on your immune system dominance, which is crazy. Um, I'll give you an example. One of the biggest examples that I use with my clients when I'm uh, talking about this is coffee. You ever hear like in the public, there's studies about coffee and like half of the studies are like, coffee's good. Coffee has all these health benefits. Coffee, 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 coffee. And then like another like total other group of uh, studies are like, coffee's bad. Don't drink coffee. Coffee's like, it's going to give you cancer. Like all these things, coffee. And it's like you Google and you just never get a consensus. You never get like a straightforward answer. It is likely because coffee is actually one of those substances that has different effects on the body based on our immune system type. Crazy, I know. Um, but uh, actually, for most, for most people, again, we're speaking just in general, giving general information. For most people, uh, I have more of a type 1 immune system type. Cool, totally cool with coffee. Um, meshes with my system well. Actually helps in a, a small effect helps to uh, stimulate my immune system, kind of boost it just a little bit to keep it nice and active. Not so type two friendly. <laughs> so people with like that type two immune system dominance, those are the people that you may have heard like when they drink coffee, it really messes up their stomach or they drink coffee and they like have to go to the bathroom or it gives them kind of like the runs and stuff like that. And that's why, because actually coffee is one of those foods that actually has a really 
almost like a clear difference um, in how it affects the body based on immune system type. And there are actually lots of other foods, lots of other foods, like I said, that people in the general public that we've all kind of come to understand as healthy are relative to that of the immune system type. So keep that in mind. Um, tip number four. I love this one. Illnesses, conditions, diseases. Yeah, if you have one, we all have them at some point or another, or we've had them, um, or we're struggling with them. So most illnesses, conditions, conditions, and diseases are fancy ways of saying you've got a little bit of uncontrolled inflammation in your body and it's affecting that system. Why do I break it down like that? It's because conceptually, those illnesses, conditions, and diseases are symptoms. And it's really interesting because like in general medicine, a lot of times uh, gives us the impression that that's the end, that's the period at the end of your sixth sim uh, sentence, you have blank, <laughs> whatever it is. Like I have, you know, you label it on yourself. I have this and that's it. And I have to fix that, whatever that thing is. Um, and I'm trying to be sensitive, so I'm not gonna call out anybody's like, I'm not gonna call out any condition because that's just not nice. <laughs> um, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, the flip side of that is, or the, the perspective that I'd like to introduce is, what if we just said to ourselves, okay, I have this illness. Don't forget, Alexis, because I'm talking to myself. Don't forget, Alexis, that's really just a sign or that's really just saying there's some inflammation stirring up and it's attacking that system or it's affecting that system such that I'm getting these symptoms of this illness. So what does that do kind of in terms of our thought process? It kind of backs us up to think about, okay, what's going on with my inflammatory process? How can I bring down that inflammatory process so I reduce those symptoms in that area. And your inflammatory processes, the effect or the ability to control them or when they get out of whack are symptoms or are um, uh, effects of immune system imbalance. So when you have something else going on in your body, symptom, uh, illness, condition, or disease wise, immediately think about, well, what do I need to do to keep my immune system in check? Because more than likely, getting that immune system under control, getting inflammation or the inflammatory process under control in your body is going to be the ultimate source um, to uh, improving the symptoms or reducing the symptoms in the effect of said disease or condition. I will give you one, I will give you one example, um, the example that I give to my clients all the time. Um, and I am gonna try to talk about this a little sensitively or with some sensitivity. Um, I don't know most of you guys in terms of your medical history, so I'm not trying to call anybody out. But the one clear example that I give to my clients is thyroid issues. So again, with all respect and sensitivity, and I, it's really funny because the reason I use thyroid as an example is because I actually have a friend who, um, who still has challenges with their thyroid. And I say it like this. Do you ever, have you ever met or talked to somebody um, who has a thyroid issue? They either have, it's like overactive or it's underactive or they have thyroid dysfunction or there's a thyroid issue somewhere, okay? If you guys know somebody who has a thyroid issue, 
Do you ever notice how it's kind of like never controlled? <laughs> you ever kind of notice how they're always talking about they got to go back to their doctor and switch a medication or they went this week and like their blood work went okay and then they went like two weeks later and their blood work was like different and their numbers were all off and then they had to switch this medicine or they had to switch the dosage and it's just like always a rat race and they're not happy about it. Like they're always frustrated, which I would be too. It's because I actually call a thyroid one of your biggest barometers of inflammation. Your thyroid function has a big, it's very sensitive to inflammation in the body. So the reason that it's like never controlled and like you always hear your, the person that you know talking about they can't get it under control is because thyroid function and the hormone excretion and uptake is responding to the level of inflammation in the body and nobody is controlling that inflammation. So it's kind of like this weird little rat race. <laughs> um, and that's my point. Conditions, illnesses, and diseases a lot of times are just effects of inflammation in the body and it's just showing up as a signal trying to get you to notice <laughs> it's showing up in an organ or it's showing up in a body region. So identify and understand and appreciate that. Um, but know that the underlying factor is just inflammation. Go back to immune system. Think about what your immune system is doing and what more you might be able to do to help your immune system boost its function and function more properly. Um, and that's probably going to kickstart you feeling a little bit better. So that's your top four things. The last thing is that, yeah, um, I've actually more that I've more than or the more <laughs> that I talk to my clients um, and learn how the body is actually connected. Um, and I say it this way, you know, when, when I just say like the body's connected, like everybody's like, yeah, sure, it's connected, totally, yeah. But then when I tell you that, you know, the fascia around your liver is what's holding back your split, then you wanna look at me cross-eyed. But the body's connected. <laughs> so <laughs> what does that mean in this sense? What that means is, Yes, taking it one step further and looking at your other body symptoms, uh, symptoms and systems, just looking at your body as a whole relative to your everyday performance or a lot of you guys um, are watching because you have a performance or a dance background. So as it affects your performance and your movement ability, thinking about your other body systems is gonna put you in the best uh, position to achieve whatever you're trying to achieve or to get over whatever um, obstacle that you have in your movement capability. And knowing about your immune system status and immune system health is definitely key in doing that. It's been such um, a pivotal, um, uh, uh, such a pivotal, like, I don't know, bed of knowledge for me. Um, that now we've actually started a whole new program. We've actually started a whole new um, uh, business in addition to uh, AZ Dance Med and the education stuff that we're doing. Um, we've established Renatrition. Um, Renatrition, as its name, is Renaissance and Nutrition put together. Um, if you know Bella back here, our AZ Dance Med logo, um, her trademark name is Renaissance Dancer because um, it's based on, you know, David's proportion of man or proportions of David um, by Da Vinci. Um, so her registered name is Renaissance Dancer. And when I was trying to think of a name um, for the, the fitness and nutrition business, 
um, I was like, oh, Renaissance nutrition sounds good. Um, you know, Renaissance at that time being like new and emerging concepts of art in that, you know, uh, in that era. So I was like, that's cool. It's like the new but not so new way of thinking about like fitness and performance and nutrition. I was like, I like it. But there was like so like, number one, can you spell Renaissance off the top of your head? I know I can't. I'm a really good therapist, but I can't spell Renaissance. Okay, so um, I was like, all right, I need something easier for people to be able to grasp. Um, so me uh, and my assistant, we were just sitting here and we just kind of like ran it together. And we were like, well, what about Renatrition? I was like, that sounds cool. Kind of rolls off the tongue. I'm liking it. So that's what we decided to name it. Um, so Renatrition is our new um, division solely focused on uh, education on uh, maintaining a healthy immune system, proper nutrition, proper exercise for your um, immune system. There are different types of exercises based on your immune system dominance that work to stimulate and keep your immune system as healthy as possible. Um, so when we have clients that get stuck um, in performance, in endurance, they can't get through their um, um, daily activities or daily work. And actually the majority of clients, our renatrition clients, are not dancers. So it's not necessarily dance specific, um, but we started noticing when we have uh, clients who are stuck, not able to do what they wanna do, um, that is what has inspired us to create this whole other division to educate, um, to help our clients just get on with their lives, pain-free, symptom-free, swelling-free, um, yeah, just free. So um, we're gonna go ahead and just really encourage you to keep learning. Keep learning about your immune system health. Um, definitely feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions. Um, contact information. You can follow us on um, AZ Dance Med, basically. Um, you can also follow us on Renatrition, which is our um, Facebook and our Instagram username. So you can follow us in both areas to find out more information because we're putting out more information and education on keeping your immune system healthy and how that affects performance. So I hope you found all of this information helpful. You guys take care of yourselves. Stay safe. You know where to find us where you need us.